back to another episode of Malcriada, Thoughts of a Girl in a Sick World. And what a sick world it is. This is your host, Silali Magrejo, here to talk to you about all things femme, fair, and feared. Thank you so much for being here. You guys, um, if you haven't done so already, please check out <laughs> my shameless plug, just shameless plug. Please check out my um, last episode, um, A Malcriada's Nightmare. It's like a little production type moment. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it and I hope that people can like relate and find me like relatable because that was my that was my that was my fucking nightmare, bro. Like did us. Anyways. Honestly, doing that episode made me really, really want to, you know, invest more into the podcast because um I think it's worth I I think it's worth investing into and not just because it's a hobby but because like i think what i have to say matters you know because it's what everyone else who is like me who lives in the same place as i do is already fucking thinking and yeah i really trying to like push myself or force myself to not to just make it work with what i already have and let me, let me just tell you like the setup that I have right now, okay. So I'm on my vanity. I have my Mac. I know, don't clown on me for having a Mac. I know, I know, I'm regretting it already. Um, and I was just always... The first computer slash whatever Mac I got was my brother's. Like he just left it to me. Not even, like my he sold it to my dad. He said that he gave it to me. Puro pedo, like for shit. Um, and... I got it stolen. I got it stolen when I was working at the movie theater because my car doesn't lock. My my old car didn't lock. It was like a little, little little car, and it didn't have any locks. And people went in and fucking took my laptop. And it had my final on it. Um, my final was on it, but it was like I had the outline already like before, so I had to rewrite it. It was awful. Um. And I was just used to the programming, you know, and so I just decided to raise money and buy another Mac. But now, since I started trying to, you know, edit and, like, be a little content creator, it's not the best. And you know what I mean? Like, it's really not. Um, and I think I really do need to invest in technology that is going to help me create the crispiest episodes for you guys because you deserve good content um so that's my mac i have it's, this isn't even my microphone <laughs> this is my husband's like gaming microphone but he's not here so he can't use it so i'm i'm taking care of it for him but see i didn't i i didn't buy my own microphone like it's just his um and then i'm just in my room everything else is made by me also oh i also borrow my little my little brother's ipad to draw all the artwork that you see me post it's all drawn by me yeah bitch we could tell hey shut the fuck up don't be rude i'm trying my best <laughs> but anyways i have been really hesitant on buying more stuff because it's like ingrained into my head like when you grow up um Fuck it. When you grow up poor, okay? Because I grew up poor. 
um, I didn't grow up with the luxury some people have. That doesn't make me any less of a person, let me just say. Don't be like, oh my god, pobrecita, pobrecita niña. Like, no, like, I'm a bad bitch. Always been a bad bitch since day one. <clears throat> but let's talk about it. Like, there's so many things that when you grow up with um, less money, you see the world completely different because... Oh my fucking god, why is everyone calling me right now? Who the fuck call me when I'm so busy? It was just my mom. But back to the topic. Um, when you grow up poor, uh, well, in this specific way that I grew up, where um, nada me faltó, like I had everything I needed, meaning I had food. I had shelter, and I had clothes, which is what you need, right? So I don't think, like, don't think of me as like, oh my god, like, oh my god, like, but the thing is, like, just those things won't get you far in a world that is controlled and upholds capitalism, um, because money is everything, right? And in the reality, we know that it doesn't mean shit. Like, we, we put a fake value. We apply value to money. And the truth is that if you have food, if you have water, if you have a shelter, family, you are rich, you know what I mean? In the real fucking world, in the natural world. Um, but we don't live in that world anymore. Shit happens. Um, which sucks because, um, if you're a poor kid and your parents are trying to put you in places, um, outside of your, like, tax bracket, essentially, which is what my, my parents did, um, because they just wanted to give me more opportunities. So, uh, my parents immigrated from Peru and Mexico here to the Valley and wanted to put me in the best places. Because because they loved me. And that's what they thought that was the right thing to do. But I also faced so much fucking bullying and just nastiness from like the fucking fresas in sh- fucking Sherryland. Again, fuck Sherryland. Fuck those bitches. Fuck all you bitches. Like, fuck the teachers. Again, with the exception of a few. But... Y'all are fucking tone deaf. It's so fucking tone deaf. And some of the people who are like, oh, it's not me though, it's not me. Yes, it's you, bitch. That's you. Like, I don't know who told you that wasn't you. It's you. Um, I feel, and then like at one point, I feel like people could think like that of me. And I completely acknowledge that. Yeah, see, well, at least you got to fucking go to the Sherryland, rich ass Sherryland place. And with all the fucking nice ass schools and the big ass gyms. Like, yeah, like I completely acknowledge that. Like, for me to even be able to uh, live close enough to be able to get into the district, that's a huge privilege in itself because it's fucking expensive. Like that came, that comes with so much privilege. Like for example, like the people at our like the people at our school and the way our school worked was so strict. Um, so strict. Like you're not allowed to have phones out. Like, that's not, that's not a thing. At least when I went to school there. 
uh if they catch you on your phone like out like in the hallways or wherever like they take it away or they tell you to put it away um and then like they're like oh if you guys get attendance on fridays we'll let you use your phones during lunch <laughs> and people are fucking monitoring monitoring you the whole time like like policing kids all the time um and yeah i feel like uh it has its pros and cons right um a lot of people a lot of the speakers who would come to our school were like wow this is such a nice school this is one of the prettiest schools that i visited here in the valley and i was like huh like me because i haven't seen i never been to another district outside of sherryland um besides in mexico but in mexico like again i had so much privilege because my dad put me like worked his ass off to put me in a private catholic school um my parents valued education and over like work like he they were like oh my god i'm gonna tear up okay my parents were like my dad because he oh my god hang on i'm gonna fucking cry i'm a chingona i'm a bad bitch it's okay it's okay okay um a lot of kids a lot of parents are like uh make their kids like work with them which again i think it's uh good to teach your kids work ethic and everything but a lot of parents put the burden of um providing for the family on the kids as as if it's not like the 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 parents job and i understand that i understand completely why someone would do that the world is fucked up again this is a sick world that requires people to like resort to making like kids work you know what i mean um but when it goes wrong i feel like it's when they make them only work and don't encourage them to chase after what they're passionate about no matter what it is and that's the only thing that i think makes it different my dad wasn't like that my dad was always like y'all you don't work but and i'll take care of everything like nada te va a faltar nunca and it's true like to this day i know like i'm okay like if i get divorced i'm going to go be with my parents and i'm going to be okay that's a privilege um i get to eat i get to eat every day that's a privilege you know what i mean um and i'm grateful i'm so grateful you guys and i need to remind myself to be grateful every day because um because yes like why not fuck at the same time i have to acknowledge all of the extra steps i had to go through in order for me to reach where i am today um as a first gen queer latina it was fucking it was a fucking it was a fucking trip you guys let me just let me just say it was a fucking trip like um because i had to work i was working uh my dad didn't let me work uh he was like don't work don't work like don't worry about it like because again it's like a pride thing like i know that in his head he was probably like oh like if my daughter works that means i'm fucking up and i'm not making enough money i'm not successful enough so my daughter can't work i know that's what my dad wanted um but then on my mom she would always be like i don't care what your dad says go apply for jobs go apply to jobs right now um so i can make my own money 
and that's a whole nother story from my mom because she was financially dependent on my dad and even though yes my dad was a, a hard-working man he wasn't perfect and he was abusive and narcissistic and my mom was tied to him you know like she she doesn't have education like he doesn't either but he has certifications you know um and no one's going to hire my mom with um with an elementary school education like they're not going to do that unless it's for cleaning and like if you saw my other episode i talk about uh, my mother's my mother's experience being a janitor being a maid like the fucking uh i would i would li- i lived in the share landing apartments shout out if anyone knows where those are they're like right on the border of McAllen and and Mission <laughs> and that's where i lived my mom the only way she could make her money is by being uh by offering her cleaning services doing what she knew and was taught to do all her life since she was fucking 11 and these fucking bitches these fucking cimarronas bitches these fucking fresa as bitches um always fucking took her sweet ass time to pay her always fucking took their sweet ass time like and my mom was scared she was like i like come with me come with me so we can ask her together she'll be like oh like oh like so she used me like for sympathy like my daughter's here please give me my money and then we would also go work she would bring me to work um at downtown by the same people i believe um or different people i don't know she worked for a lot of people she worked in cimarron she worked in um Sherland plantation she worked she's worked all over the place and um mm, she's worked for this really famous lawyer i'm not gonna say his name but you know who he is you know lawyer down here in the valley yeah she like would go well she almost went with him um but and he was like oh you're the new cleaning lady whatever come um look i'll show you my house and he toured her house he she showed him a tour of his house in a bathrobe and then later like the other lady who she would go work with um like the other little maid she would go work with um she was like she fuck okay i should probably explain it better okay so my mom was one of the one of the uh housekeepers and she would partner up sometimes with another lady who was a housekeeper so that lady ended up staying working for that lawyer and my mom didn't because like she got a bad vibe she was like fuck no i'm not gonna work for you um my mom's a witch just so y'all know comes from a lineage of witches like i can probably make an episode about that not to self anyways um it it came out that the lawyer fucking was like abusing the fuck out of his wife and the wife like reached out to the lady to the housekeeper lady that did stay she was like please help me like i don't know where to go like i don't know what to do he's abusive whatever i'm like oh that's really interesting that's really interesting that and this is just a side point. This is not the main point of the podcast or the, sorry, the episode. Like, it's just really interesting to me how like you rich, uh, ladies, uh, ignore the fuck and mistreat your workers. But when you need your emotional support, who do you go to? Tu chacha, verdad? Ah, si. Oh, okay, okay. If you have problems with your husband, if they're having problems with their husband, who's the person that they talk to? the 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 housekeeper my mom has so many stories of y'all's mom y'all don't even know y'all don't even fucking know and i guess this is like a good time to say this 
I we need to treat and pay immigrants more what they deserve because people you know what these rich people fucking do and uh, you know what they think you know how they think they're like hmm um the 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 fucking cleaning services here in, in the u.s are so expensive i know i'm gonna get someone in mexico to come and fucking clean my house and pay her less because it's a blessing it's a fucking blessing that i'm gracing her with american money fuck you bitch fuck you pay her pay your workers as much as you would pay someone here in the u.s to do it if you want to help like immigrants if you want to help like if you don't want to be a fucking like bitch and you want to be an ally instead of being like hmm that's really expensive to give to someone here i even though it's expensive or whatever i it's worth it and that money that same amount of money i'm gonna pay it to the immigrant worker don't pay them less why would you pay them less ah uh, because you don't fucking value them enough because you think this is this is a good enough amount of money for them this is so much money to them bitch you think money means different things to different people like it's not going to change the value you need to pay people what they deserve and what they're worth cleaning is one of the most fucking one of the hardest fucking jobs dude it never ends and here's the thing like there's fucking people who want like housekeepers only once a week but guess what in one week houses get so fucking filthy and i know as a fucking someone who lives by themselves right now in her fucking house it's so much for one person and they're probably fucking doing like the the work uh for the parents and the kids like let just let that sinking but i digress <sighs> yeah essentially the world sucks right but we already fucking knew that and it's hard like people are out here like trying to survive and living under the stages of capitalism post-capitalism that we're living in right now um that everything just seems like a fucking joke at this point um how can we keep our brains how can we not lose our minds and just say fuck it i don't care in a world where people think that buying inexpensive clothes off of Sheen and Amazon makes you equally as evil as the 1% that literally uses newborn's foreskin for anti-aging purposes while simultaneously destroying the planet, how can we avoid losing our fucking minds, guys? How can we avoid feeling that immense guilt that Jeff Asbestos and Elon Musty should be feeling? How can we avoid becoming the same capitalistic pigs we hate so much? Because you know that a lot of Latinos, once they, once they hit a certain tax bracket, they become the literal people that they quote-unquote hate so much. So, let's get into it, okay? First of all, I feel like it's, we have to have a little, you know, reality check. Capitalism is not going anywhere, guys. Let, let's be realistic. First there was the monarchy, then there was feudalism, then democracy or whatever. There's always going to be some people at the top, and there's always going to be some people at the bottom. Unless we literally revolutionize and overthrow all the evil billionaires and government officials, which we won't, we're too divided and can't agree on anything. Not to mention that most of the people who are victims of the system actually choose to embrace it. We can't force them to listen to us. 
You can't force a total class consciousness. Everyone has to find their own journey. Some will never learn, and some might learn too late. Um, I think I the best thing I could do for that is to just keep advocating for each other. Like, keep reminding people that, hey, like you don't have to work for this little. You are worth a livable wage, you know? That's what we have to keep fucking grinding into fucking people and say it at the top of our lungs until we fucking are blue in the face or whatever. I'm gonna keep saying that until whatever. I don't care who I'm around with. Like, I'm not a fucking politician, like I said. Um, like I said many times, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Um, and yeah. But guess what, you guys? Guess what? This isn't your fault. You. Literally you you listening to this right now sometimes you might feel like the whole fucking world the state of the world is your fault you were born born in what 2000 2001 2002 i think the world was already fucked up before then right yes <laughs> my therapist says this a lot she, like when i'm like being super pessimistic um not pessimistic when i'm blaming myself for everything i'm like oh kind of trigger warning i'm gonna like talk about like my the things that I think when I'm like on my mental breakdowns, I'm like, oh my god, there's people being trafficked, there's people being like smuggled, um, people being executed, uh, people being exploited, uh, and I'm not doing anything to help it. I'm doing what I can without fucking burning me out. And I have plans to contribute to my community in the future. I recently have created a, uh, a plan for my passion project, which I won't talk about right now because I don't want I don't want the haters to sabotage me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't have haters. I do not have haters. If anything, my haters are my family members. <laughs> um, anyone else that quote unquote hates me, they're just like confused. Like, you don't hate me. You think I'm cute. And I, I think you're cute too. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah, when I talk about haters, it's probably like my fucking family that talks shit like uh people just don't shut up like they hate on me because i'm a bad bitch they hate on me because i don't have kids and i don't plan on having kids and i don't have creepy abusive husbands sorry not three it's not my fault anyways um yeah it's not your job to save the world and my therapist tells me this all the time she's like let's challenge your thinking is this really your fault is it really your fault that people are being trafficked is it your fucking fault that this is happening no it's not people have been doing that since the beginning of time and when people go to therapy you know and heal themselves is the only way that they will be able to stop this and that's 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 all we need to do guys but before that this is this is for you this is to tell you how to i guess rewire your brain and thinking in different ways so Let's start. Number one, there's no such thing as 100% ethical consumption or existence in general, you know? Even for small businesses, there isn't like a, an ethical consumption because guess what? Like, uh, let's say they're a small business. You're like, oh, I don't want to contribute to exploiting people. Okay, small business, you can find the negative in everything. You can find the shittiness in everything. Like, oh, a lot of small businesses like aren't green. Because being green, being 100% like recyclable and da da da, that's expensive. It's not accessible to anyone. 
and it's not their fault. You know what I mean? We can't we can't blame people and crucify them because none of us are doing the right thing 100% of the time, right? We can't, you know what I mean? Um, like, and also like some small businesses also kind of do exploit their workers as well. You know what I mean? Like, uh, unless if you're a small business without a wealthy background, more than likely you can't pay your workers a livable wage, like, which is like probably like in the 20s now. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't see any any jobs around the valley that pay 21, right? No, no, it's all like 16, 15, uh, and honestly less. TBH, I've seen more for 10, like, you know what I mean? That's awful, and that's why they pry on, like, younger kids, because they know you're living at home with your parents, you know? They don't give a fuck. They don't care about you. You're a number to them, you know? <sighs> so let's get that out of the way, okay? Number two, when you're ever in a situation in which capitalism just makes it a billion times mas pesado, like for whatever task you're going to do, you should ask yourself this simple question. Would I still have to do this in the natural world? This is something that happens to me so much. Like sometimes, like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to work at an office job. Like, I'm just going to be exploited. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and I kind of like ask myself okay but what i still have to like okay let's let's define let's define work okay what is work work is defined as an activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result so i asked myself would i still have to work in the natural world yes um i would still have to go uh gather my berries I would have to still clean my house. I would still have to go um, um, create like something to go trade it or to whatever. You know what I mean? Like work is inevitable. No matter the context that is in. We just happen to be in this fucking shitty dimension, you know? Um, yeah. What's another thing that I wonder? Oh, sometimes when I'm feeling sad and down and depressed and unmotivated, I'm like... Ugh, why do I even bother to like create my podcast or like create anything in general? Like everything's already made, like everything's just recycled garbage, whatever. And I know that I shat on identity culture, but hey. Um everyone needs their representation, you know? Um and I'm not talking about just like in the media media, you know, I'm not talking about like, oh, we need representation for everything and everyone like I am, I've come to the conclusion that it's realistic that because of the people in power in media, that's why we're not, you know, represented as well. I'm gonna represent myself, you know what I mean? Like, I need, I need that. I'm desperately yearning. And if there's something that's not there, maybe it's you that's missing. Maybe that's you. Um, yeah, like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, in our real life communities. Like, you know how many queer people there are in the U.S.? But it's not a safe, like, the U.S. isn't a safe place for everybody. Like, there's places that you can't go because if you go, like, they're probably going to be hate crime and violent towards you. Um, only, like, there's only, like, spaces for, like, more grown um, queer people, which is usually, like, in the nightclub setting, bar setting. But what about queer teens? Like, they should have a space to be safe, you know what I mean? Like, here in the Valley, like... A lot of our parents, you know, are more on the religious side, on the more conservative side. They don't really, like, some kids don't feel safe at home. 
um, don't feel discouraged when you see someone creating something that's sort of already been done. Instead, like take inspiration from it and ask them questions. Uh, oh, one of my old friends is starting the very, 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 very first trans, queer, and not gender non-conforming club here in the valley. In the valley, bro. And I'm so fucking proud of him. And yes, expect an interview very, very, very soon. <sighs> so yeah, like that's just one example. Um, there's so many things out there and there's space for everyone. Like, don't feel like, oh, this person already did it. Okay, then go ask them, go and ask them how they did it. Tell them like you were inspired by them. And, you know, like don't be scared of people. Like everyone's just like you, you know? Um, yeah, that's another thing I think about. Oh, sometimes I also think like, ugh, like I don't want to eat anything. Like why should I even eat? Like everything is poison. Like, dude, like, dude, animals eat their own shit. But at least it's organic. Shut up. It's shit. It's literal shit. I ate, I ate dirt as a kid, dude. We'll be okay. But now if you only eat out food every day and eat takis for breakfast, that's another thing. That's another thing. That's, um, you weren't taught how to feed yourself properly. You weren't taught how to take care of yourself. Mostly I feel like because like, um, kids just see their moms catering to others and think that oh i can only uh make myself some make food and put effort into making food and feeding myself when there's other people to eat with and that's not true okay like y'all deserve good food like and yeah i know there's fucking a bunch of fucking like people saying like oh but the preservatives and everything and everything and everything i get it i get it i get it but hey, it's gonna be okay, dude. You're gonna die anyways. And I'm not saying go and buy all the fucking junk food everywhere in the world. Um, but hey, if you're getting a lettuce, if you come home and you make a cute little salad for yourself, I can 100% guarantee you that it's gonna be less expensive um, and better for you than like Whataburger or McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm not saying don't buy from here. I'm saying like we have to be we have to love ourselves enough to not only eat like this and Maybe you weren't taught again. You weren't taught how to do this for yourself because you haven't said haven't been set a good example But this is me telling you hey You're worth it. You can do it and you can always learn Okay, yeah Yeah Okay And the last point um people love to say like oh it's because people are just lazy and that's why they're not where they want to be i think like laziness doesn't exist i genuinely think that because when i'm like lazy it's just me being like unmotivated to live dude <laughs> like let's be real and honest here like i don't want to do anything because i don't see the point you know um I don't see the point but the point is the whole point of anything is to just see how it works out and that's it and yeah like sometimes like you're probably like right now let me guess you're probably in your room um you're probably looking around it's kind of messy maybe not the way you want it to be and looking at it and thinking of getting up just feels like 
the worst because it's just gonna get messy again and it's just gonna happen all over again you know what i mean i get it it's tough it's hard especially in the times that we're living in but you deserve to see how much like you deserve to see your potential through every person has the potential to do everything and i know i know i completely understand that not everyone has like the same opportunities as others um but i don't think people like like to say uh like if you're uneducated it doesn't mean that you're not smart if you are um if you don't have a lot of money that doesn't mean that you're not rich you know what i mean yeah like capitalism is real privilege is real white supremacy is real racism is real all of that is real i'm never gonna deny that because it's gonna be harder it's harder for us you know what i mean it's harder for women it's harder for femmes it's harder for um impoverished people it's harder for for just marginalized communities but look at all the things that we do regardless and i think that's inspiring and i feel like i owe it to um i owe it to my the people who came before me you know like i need to keep it going i need to keep it going and i'm gonna pass on the baton and the world whatever ending whatever it's it's gonna happen it's okay death it's part of it like yeah it's it's okay we're all gonna die anyways you know what i mean don't don't rush to it so much like don't worry hey it's gonna come um but i don't know like i want to see i want to see there's so much potential down here there's so much potential in all the kids like um i get to like see i got to work with kids and like younger people when i was in college uh i would like i was a financial aid instructor and i would see people like be like no i don't know i don't know but the way they would talk and the way they like would talk they would like carry themselves and the other passions that weren't academic like i saw that and it made me so excited for them because and but they just needed someone someone's help someone's push we need to rely on each other again we need to rely on our community again and i feel like if we do that it's all gonna be okay and essentially that's what quote-unquote communism is eh, i'm not gonna say communism i'm gonna say communal living because communism is kind of whitewashed i'm not gonna lie but you're not ready for that you guys aren't ready for that <laughs> you're not ready for that <sighs> i'll talk about that on another episode because like all the little Karl marx bitches like especially the men like they're so elitist dude as if all that shit wasn't stolen from fucking indigenous communities like give me a fucking break <sighs> yeah but anyways you guys that's all i had for you today i hope that you took at least some inspiration in this like and hey i've been where you are like literally yesterday i was like but then i saw like you know the comments on my tiktok people were being so kind to me and they were like hey dude i feel like this too and it made me feel less alone and it's amazing like this is a community podcast this is a podcast like that's that's it like that's all i want that's the point of everything just for all of us to be together help each other vibe fucking have parties dude yeah pinche yeah fuck yeah dude all right thank you so much for listening to another episode of malcriada that's of a girl in a sick world and what a sick sick world it is
This was your host, Citlali Mangarejo, signing off.